you can actually head over to bet online and place some money down on the odds for as far as who is going to be the next head coach for the Washington Commanders. And if you head over to bet online, use the code believe B L E A V to get yourself 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to the cool down here. Yeah. Yes, you heard correct. Martin Mayhew hmm. staying with the commanders in some capacity in the front yeah. office. He is currently at the senior bowl. He was the first top official from Washington to be at the senior bowl. Peters actually joined him. So I think we were talking about right before we were talking about whether or not the head coach is already in place. They're just trying to get the deal worked out because Peters went to the senior bowl. I do think it's interesting because if they were still trying to do, do head coach searches, Peters could do that and let Mayhew Marty stay at the senior bowl and do the scouting. So first question up, it's the Mayhew staying on aspect to this. Mm-hmm. Trev, yeah. we talked a lot about how this roster has failed as yes. a whole, and yes. that's one of the big reasons why Ron Rivera is out is because Ron Rivera, the GM, yes. let down Ron Rivera, the head coach. Yes. But Ron Rivera did pull in Martin Mayhew, yep. who had two years to try to help shape this roster, mm-hmm. who is responsible for drafting a guy at 16 that many of the fan base don't like. So why keep Martin Mayhew on the roster? Maybe because he has more success and more continuity and more of a uh, understanding with Adam Peters than he did with Ron Rivera. Um, Ron Rivera was given the keys to the Ferrari and maybe they didn't see eye to eye on things. You can't tell me they did. Look at the roster. I mean, Martin Mayhew left San Francisco to be, to be the GM role here, but was he really the GM or was that just a title? Yeah. Like we keep saying Ron Rivera built this, and I know Marty probably – they probably had some tiffies back and forth on who to pick during the draft and who to get free. So, like, I I didn't like him with Ron Rivera, proven with the roster, but maybe with Adam Peters – they can get back to the same vision that Marty Mayhew probably maybe brought to us. And Ron mm. was like, no, we're going to do it this way. So maybe he can circle back around and be like, look, I was trying to do what you were, what we did in San Francisco here. It didn't work. Now that you're here, let's run it back part two. So, I mean, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to give opinions or, or whatever, because there's so many different moving new parts now mixing in with the old parts. We don't mm. know how well they're going to work together, this and that. We've seen the past four years of Ron Rivera didn't work or whatever. Adam Peters, it did in San Francisco. He left for a new role here, but I feel like he didn't have that role here. So maybe it's a good thing. I mean, it is usually hard to kind of roll out your scouting department and come in and be like, okay, this scouting department's out. This scouting department's in. There's a lot of work. We're going to take a manual force. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was so excited. I know. Yes. you know He's what I mean? About Emmanuel Forbes is our guy. Well, I'm not ready to 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 cut Marty's head off yet, but, but just because based off, like I said, the success with Adam in San Francisco and not with here. Same with EB, success in Kansas City, no success here. And I'm not ready to write him off yet until we see how it works with the new pieces again. Now, if we if we get together with Adam and and same thing happens, Marty got to go because we know Daggone well Adam didn't didn't pick this draft based on history. So that's where I'm at with Marty. I'm cool with him right now until, like you said earlier, until he proves why we shouldn't be cool here. 
uh, we've got a couple of years of Martin Mayhew, whatever his role was here, right. not good. So, yeah, I kind of do have a problem with him staying, but as long as he's not in that final decision room. Right. If they want to make him sort of in an executive-type role to where he's in charge of the scouts, but he's not necessarily in charge of making the final decision on certain players that they then turn over to Adam Peters, but instead he's kind of more executive, kind of an administrative role, right? Mm -hmm. He knows who, who the right scouts are and where to send them and when to send them, be there with them, but not be a personnel decision maker, Yeah, be a personnel executive. Right. Delegate what needs to be. Yes. Yeah. Because look, I mean, look, he wasn't good here, but Martin Mayhew has, again, he has a good reputation right. around the league. He's not a guy that, you know, he's not a Scott McLuhan to where who can do something good for a little bit of time, but then wear out his welcome because of who he is, who his character is, right? Martin Mayhew has high character. He's that type of guy. So Adam Peters probably trusts him from his time, their time together, but just don't have him in that decision-making room, and then I'm okay for him to be here. But if he's near that decision-making room, mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. But we don't know what that role is yet. He's staying, but in an undetermined role. Yeah, they haven't decided. They haven't given it a title yet. So there's a lot of there's a lot of confusion right now from the fan base, not fan the base, organization. Right. The organization knows how it's exactly. run. Right. But the fan base is a little confused because we mentioned when Peters was being hired, they the Josh Harris and the team came out and said we're looking for uh, the the um, uh, goodness what was the title that they gave it because they didn't call it a GM they called it yeah. something else director they, they I forget what they was called it right now personnel or something pro so personnel like, or yeah I've, I'm not going to dig back right now for it but they they called it something else and now he's the GM which leaves Mayhew without that role so yeah. we're we're wondering where he's going to fit in he does have ties to Peters and I wonder one I do think that the ties had something to do with him staying on because Uh Adam Peters knows him, like you said, well-respected and knows what he's capable of. And we've seen this with players, right? A player one, uh, you know, under one coaching could be great. And under another coaching is not great. And the true, the same could be true when you're talking about player personnel type decisions. Yes. There is that aspect of you want them to know where what's talent, what's not talent. All right. But Mayhew was working with Ron Rivera and trying to pair his knowledge with what Ron Rivera, the GM and head coach, wanted. And that could be completely different than him working with Adam Peters. So I I agree in the sense we got to wait and see how this is going to go. And I don't necessarily agree with you, Stoner. Keep him away from player uh, decisions like that in the final decision room because – I don't necessarily think he was the problem when it came with that. I think that his decision-making was based off of, okay, this is what my head coach wants. This is what my GM wants. If that's what he's going with, 
then go with it. Now you might want the guy who's going to jump on the table and scream for, you know, <laughs> Jaden Daniels at number two or something yeah. like that, because you want to get punched in the face by Dan Campbell too. Yep. Take my but, kneecaps, though. Yeah. Bite those kneecaps. But, you know, Mayhew might not be that guy. He might be like, okay, he's assessing the situation, what they want as a, as a whole. And he's going to try to fit those puzzle pieces in there. And he's got a ring with us, guys. Can he stay? He's got a ring with us. He got a Super Bowl with the Redskins. Can he stay? <laughs> right. But <laughs> but I mean, he does have a track record, a though. It's not like this was his first job. He had a track record in Detroit yeah. that he wasn't good. Right? They Was he the GM? Somebody will have to correct no. me and have to look For it up. Detroit? Was he, he was the 0-16 GM? He was the senior director of football administration and then the involved. senior vice president sure. and assistant general manager and then the general manager in 2008, 2015. 2008 so to 2015? He's been, he was in Detroit from 2001 to 2015. Started so he was a, part of the But the GM was 2008 to 2015? Yeah, that's according to Wikipedia. I'm not – I don't remember when Detroit went 0-16, but I bet you it was in there. 2008 and, season. It was his first season. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but still, he was assistant GM before that. So, sure. so yeah. look, I mean, he's got a track record of not being a great GM. So it's not so, just basically what he's done these last few years here in Washington. He's got a, or he's got a track record. So then, after that, he was director of football operations for the Giants in sixteen, and then in San Francisco, he was a senior personnel executive, and then the vice president of player personnel. So. According Something to this, like it sounds like outside the general manager role, he's he's successful. Yeah, there you go. Do <laughs> so that. back to what you were saying, be somebody in the office and send yeah. out memos yeah. saying, "Go here and scout. Go here and scout." Well, maybe but not. I ain't, that. I ain't coming. Yeah, maybe not quite that uh, boring in his duties. But I mean, Why just not? something to where I don't want I don't want him in the room making the decisions on personnel. You don't want to see him in the the draft war room. No, I do not want to see him in the war room. Nope. You don't want him to be like, yeah, I've seen that too. So, nope. so what do you I don't want, want him, him to do at the senior bowl? Ear going, so if he's uh, at the senior bowl. alt over Daniels. No. <laughs> I mean, that'd be good. Kind of. So at the uh, senior bowl, if in your role for him, what is he doing at the senior bowl right now in the way you view him as on our team right now? Well, What's I think he, he should have an army of scouts who are there and they are okay, you got the offensive lineman. You've got the defensive lineman. You've got the linebackers. So why is he there? Well, because he's he's like the boss. He's well, you the can send him office and tell you people to go do that. That's now, what I'm saying. Now so let's like, get back and let's start discussing all these. Tell me what you have. This is how we're going to write up the report on this particular player, whatever. That's my point. I could sit at home and make people go do that. Why am I going if that if I'm just going to do the same thing when we get back to the office? Well, why am I let's, going? let's say um, – you know, um, Nathan Perry with P E R R Y is there as a scout, okay. right? And he goes and he says, You got to come see this linebacker from um, North Carolina, Central okay? A and T, right? So then, so, what do you want Marty Mayhew to do when to that question? I want, want him, him to involved? either, I want, I want him to have an input on personnel, okay? I want him to be able to talk about certain players and know what to look for in defensive backs. Right, especially right because he knows that side of the ball and everything. So, but then when it comes time to decide yeah. on who they're going to draft specifically at number one hundred three in the fourth round or whenever that is, 
the fifth round, whatever that is. I don't want him in Adam Peters' ear going, Where's the defensive back from North Carolina AT? Take him. Take him. Check this out. You mean to tell me they're going to be like, Yo, Marty, you can come to the senior bowl with us and do what you do, but it's time to draft. Stay the hell away from me. That's what you really think Adam Peters is going to do? Yeah, correct. No, he's not. Eric Martin's going to be in the war room on draft day. Oh, I'll take that bet. He's not. Nope. Your microphone went out, I think, Stoner, uh, a little bit there. Oh, yeah. mine did? Yeah, you're, you're a little quiet. By the way, poor, the poor Aggies taking some, some like, uh, you know, stray shots from Stoner there, the North Carolina A&T Aggies. <laughs> Just getting picked on back back on Mayhew's record because that was something somebody had commented in there. And so I wanted to look at it. So one, we talked about, yes, he was the GM the first year that team went 0-16. He was assistant GM before that. Listen to what he's done, though. In 2010, he drafts Ndamukin Sue. Okay. okay? Then in 2011, they have a 10 and six season. So just three seasons removed, he builds a successful roster. All right. And then 11 and five season in 2014. And then a nine and seven season in 2016, nine and seven in 2017. That was his last year. So, I mean, there was some success there where they've made the playoffs. They had some, some of that's coaching. Some of that's, you know, we'd have to do a deeper dive into the roster itself. Yeah. But I'm looking at Matthews. where Matthew Stafford won comeback player of the year. Meaning oh. in 2010, he got injured where they went six and ten. They could have been in 2010 a successful team if Stafford was uh, alive. Was Megatron there when he was GM? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then, definitely. I don't know if he drafted him. Had to. He went like second or third overall, I believe. That would have to been like Nathan's looking it up. You know I'm looking it up. You know I'm looking. But I wanted you to look up the the coaching situation when. All when right, he I got you on that. I when he you. was the GM, he had because I have it right here. He has okay, Jim Schwartz, Marinelli. Jim Todwell, and uh, those were the two that he had because Matt Marinelli, Patricia was right, right? afterwards. Uh, Marinelli was before. Well, no, was actually, Marinelli was the the 2008 coach. Yeah. Right. So he had so a hand in firing him. When okay. did they get Caldwell? They got Caldwell after Jim Swartz was 2014. By the way, Calvin Johnson was the year before he was the lead ah. GM. He took that as an assistant GM. Yeah. Jim Caldwell was what year? Was 2014 through 2017. So when and when he was there in 17? He was. That was his final year. Yeah. And so they they blew everybody out with Caldwell and Mayhew and all that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering because I still think that that was a, a horrific decision to get rid of Jim Caldwell in Detroit. Oh, it was. I mean, he was 11-5, 7-9, 9-7, 9-7. Yeah, they and had they two second places in the North. What's that? Then they went and got Patricia, right? Yeah. And he was a disaster. Yes. They gave up Caldwell, who went 9-7, and 9-7 and his last two years. And then for Patricia, who was terrible. Yeah, so, okay, that wasn't on Herney, but uh, I mean, uh, Mayhew. So he gets a pass for that. Cause yeah, I was he was one of the ones who was canned along with that as they went to go change there. Mayhew, I think, is a lot better than we give credit to. I think we just have a rotten taste in our mouth because of our experience with them here. Sure. A little bit of that familiarity bias working against 
Marty Mayhew here with Washington as, yeah. as and this we've heard this a few times from the fans, right? They they feel like a lot of this old staff, Eric Bienemy, or even the name itself, Commanders, has the old guys stink on it. The former owners <laughs> stink on it. Yeah, and so you just want to move away from it. Mayhew is one of those. Mayhew is like, hey, that's the Ron Rivera era. Can we just move past that? Let's give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's go ahead and wait and see. It is our job and our as fans okay and the three of us are fans i know we got a microphone in front of us but i'm talking about our jobs as fans to be fanatics okay we're gonna have emotions that run high and we're gonna have emotions that run low and and harris is okay with that because as long as the emotions aren't in the middle he's gonna be making money mm -hmm. all right so right now there's a lot of frustration we didn't get our top guys although and Stoner and I's oh, top three, Weaver was my number three, mm -hmm. and Vrabel was his number two. So we're still kind of in there. And Trev, I don't remember who your one, two, three were. It wasn't Weaver. Weaver was not in there at all. We last four. You had Johnson McDonald three. and uh Harbaugh. Somebody or Slug. Maybe slow. Maybe. Yeah, I think I everyone it slow. there's been several people teasing me because I keep saying Harbaugh instead of just <laughs> okay. Harbaugh. You always say it's that. A, yeah. I gave up after you said it me like too. It's like, the, it's like 2025 of Patrick McCombs. Good time. Who's the other? Oh, never mind. There's another one. Oh, oh, I just had I forgot. Oh. We'll figure it out by next week. I know we will. We'll figure it out by next week. We do always stream live here on YouTube, Facebook, Jaguar. and Twitter at what was it? Jaguar? Jaguar? No. <laughs> I was definitely not Jaguar, but yeah. <laughs> anywho, so we stream live every Wednesday, 7.30 Eastern. We're going to bring other content. It hasn't worked out. My schedule has been kind of wonky, even though I'm retired. It's been, it's been a thing. We're going to get there just as soon as Trev actually gives me a real headshot. So we'll work that out and stuff will happen. We appreciate everybody jumping in the chat here for us and everybody's comments. Doing a great job. Make sure you hit that like button. Uh, on the way out and subscribe to the channel if you can. Uh, we haven't, we've talked about a membership program. Let us know if that's something that you would be interested in where we can give you your own videos, you know, content that's driven towards you. Let us know if that's something that you would like here for Ref the District. We're presented by Bet Online, part of the Believe Network. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. That's Trev. Episode 158 in the books. We appreciate you. And until next time, go get Weaver. Be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.